Welcome to this week's Retro Wrestling Review. This is your buddy and your pal, Ouch. Coming back, got another obscure one today. These ones I like to get into. They're fun, they're obscure, and it just shows I should leave my house more. This one is going to take me back. This, today, we are looking at Kaiju Big Battle, their first DVD release, Teribe Sento. Uh, I discovered Kaiju Big Battle around 2003 or so. It was mentioned in an old EGM blurb about the game War of the Monsters for PlayStation 2. Which, fun game, nothing too bad. But I, I visited the site, and it is amazing. It's Imagine, you know, Godzilla meets wrestling. They always use that one. You know, you have full-body monster suits... But they're fighting in a ring. Now, now you see, so it would go right up my alley. Now today we have hipsters. But back in the day, if you liked weird, obscure hobbies, you were called a weirdo nerd. I mean, in technical terms, that's what you were called. So, the Teribe Sento is their Mayhem in the Atrium 5 show with redone commentary. If you watch it, it seems like this had multiple productions for the in-studio bits. Like, it seems like they had to try it over and over again. I don't know what the story is behind it. So, uh, Loud and Noxious and Referee Jengi are your commentators for the show. Uh, Dino Kang Jr., imagine like a big green plush dinosaur with a robotic arm just kind of hanging out. Jengi is not that great of a talker which kind of reminds me of someone who is laying down on the floor talking into the microphone right now, besides the point. Uh, match number one, Kung Fu Chicken Doodle. Ima- like, imagine like a big can of soup, but he has like action figure arms and legs. Going up against Club Sandwich, a giant sandwich costume with a comically tiny club. Like, the cl- I will always feel bad for the guy in the club sandwich costume. To imagine how big this is. If you're standing up, stretch your arms out as wide as you can. And now imagine a costume covering that up to about your elbow, maybe your forearm, halfway up it. That's how big this costume is. Like It is so bulky. He has trouble getting into the ring. There's a spot where he falls on his back and the costume is so big that he just can't get up. So he has to turtle his arms and legs and spin inside the costume so he can get vertical again. Oh, man. So, match goes on. He slowly makes it onto the second turn tape, second turn buckle, second turn table. Yeah, he's a DJ now. Makes it onto the second turn buckle, and he jumps off for his big finish. Uh, sandwich goes over. Someone in a giant sandwich costume doing a frog splash. That's just good fun. Oh, man. I I gotta write this in pen. Jeez. Match number two. Team Space Bug of Sky Deviler and Motonaru going up against Los Plantanos. Uh, Sky Deviler, 
He is a big, like, imagine, like, a giant blue bug. He's kind of got the double horns and, you know, a big sphincter mouth. That's kind of what Sky Devil is. And Motonaru, imagine a large orange uh, N64 polygon rock monster, but he has big, goofy-ass eyes on the top of him. I don't know. That's not a great design. And then those Plantanos. Imagine, you know, you know, plantains... With arms, legs, uh, and mustaches. Uh, it starts with an award ceremony for the Golden Banana of Tag Team Excellence. Sky Devler gets angry, he eats the award, and then he rips Dino Kang Jr.'s arm off. With And there is realistic blood squirting out of the wound. It is crazy. Like, I like to consider myself, I don't know, I don't know, smart, I mean, at least knowledgeable, but I don't know, I have no idea how to set up a monster suit to squirt blood. Like, I got nothing for that one. Uh, the space bugs take over early, and then quickly dissension starts between the two immediately. Like, it gets awkward, like they're just kind of spinning around, they don't know where each other is. Because all their peripheral vision is gone because they're wearing giant monster costumes. Now, the plantains are just watching. They're eating, like, popcorn. Double team moves by the plantains. They take back over. A double drop kick. A double clothesline. A battering ram kind of spot. A flipping kick in the corner. And then a tumbling tackle called the plantain hurricane takes out Sky Devler. Uh, they start reaching into Sky Devler's mouth to get their trophy back. They get it back, and it's a big celebration. Again, I think there's, like, another pocket inside the Sky Devler mouth costume where they can st store stuff. There was, like, some caution tape. There was a plastic water bottle. Again, I just don't know how any of this stuff works. Match number three, three-way dance. American Beetle going up against the Dusto Bunny going against Mung One. American Beetle, big red, white, and blue bug. Like, kind of imagine Rocky in Rocky Four but wearing a bug mask. That's kind of what American Beetle is. Uh, Dusto Bunny, kind of fairly obvious. He's a giant, unkempt dust bunny. It's pretty gross. And then Mung Wong, pretty easy. Imagine a giant walking fly. That's pretty easy to figure out. Uh, most of the match is American Beetle and Dusto Bunny. Uh, Mung Wong is pretty much out in the corner the entire time and eventually, quote, gives birth to an egg... It's not on camera, but I'm assuming a ring crew person snuck the egg into her. Uh, the moo-choo-choo out-out <laughs> claims he's the father. The match just kind of stops between it. There's a very funny moment where live-action Loudon gets the microphone wire caught amongst the costume and real legs of Mong Wong, so he has to try to like, get it back to normal. Uh, your main event... Uchuchu the Space Bug going against Dr. Cube for the Kaiju Grand Championship. Uh, at first, Dr. Cube is refusing to fight, so he sends in a, a bunch of regular minions. They get tossed away pretty quickly by Uchuchu. Uh, he then brings in super minions. One has cement blocks for hands, and one has a big spiked arm. Both of those get KO'd in one punch. Okay, now I'm going to lose everybody. Cube calls for Super Akuma to come in, who's not like anyone special or anything, it's just an extra character. Eventually it becomes a big brawl between the three. 
a ladder gets brought out, which is probably not great when you're not even trained as a real wrestler. It's a pretty decent three-way dance. Um, near the end, a big sunset flip from the ring into a giant building ringside, which includes an explosion added in post. That's pretty funny. Uh, the commissioner invades via satellite, brings back all the heroes, some of which who actually look kind of cool. Uh, let me see here. Here's a list of names no one's going to care about. Brings back Sentai Jin, Atomic Trooper Robo, Slow Fang, American Beetle, and the quasi-leader Silver Potato. Which then leads to a video for a J-pop song about Silver Potato? It's art, damn it! There is no good or bad. Uh, it goes to the end credits after that. Uh, a ton of bloopers during the end credits. Mostly all of the paper mache wall decorations falling off. And then ends with the uh, piebald song American from the group Piebald, American Heart, which I still have on my iTunes. That's how much this meant to me. I still have that song. I mean, and then that's the show. Very, very obscure, but I think it's fun. So, um, give it a shot. Good luck finding it. I know I have two more DVDs of that. One is almost just documentary style, so we might have to skip that one, but the other one's still possible. So, Kaiju Big Battle, you will probably hear more of in the future. Until then, that's the show. Follow me on Twitter at Just Ouch, capital J U S T, capital A E W C H. And then look up the Giant Media Ball at giantmediaball.com. Beyond that, I got nothing else planned for today. Okay, then, we will see you next time on the Whir Whir Whir. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye.